Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, we say greetings to each one of you. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. I am your host, Dr. Valerie Burrell, and I am grateful to be with you on today. We're grateful for our callers. And those who are in the chat room, if at any time you have a question, a comment, or if you'd like to share, please press 1 or put your comments in the chat room, and we'll respond to you as quickly as possible. Our topic today is be an example. Be an example. This sort of speaks to me. This really does sort of speak to me. Today, um, as my husband and I um, were at a memorial service for a young man, age 22, uh, who had lived a life that was amazing. Um, The message was resounding about his love, about his joy, about how he just showed up, how he just showed up. And it was amazing to me because I knew of him. I knew his sisters. I knew his sister, one of them. And I just know how she was. And so to hear these things about her brother and how everybody had a resounding message It really spoke to me about how we, as the body of Christ, should strive to be an example, an example for Christ. The first scripture that I'm going to read in your hearing is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, and they read, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Now, can you imagine being an individual who operates By the fruit of the Spirit, it sounds good. We say that we are fruity. We operate in the fruit of the Spirit. But can we honestly say that we are an example, a living epistle that is exemplifying the fruit constantly, that we're always showing godly love, that we always exude joy, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. We have peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding that's given to us by God, patience. Whew, patience, do we have patience? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, are we 
faithful? Are we gentle? Are we operating in self-control? And if we are, the word says, against such there is no law. If we're doing those things, then we can say we are being an example. But I also want us to look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, and it says this. Okay. Okay, technology. Bam. <laughs> Five sixteen. Let's get there. Let's get there. And it says, go 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Be an example. You are the light of the world. Do you realize that? You are the light of the world. You, believer. You are the light of the world. And if the light of Christ is inside of you and you're yielding to the leading of the Holy Spirit at all times, consistently acknowledging the Holy Spirit that's leading and guiding you in all truth. Your light should not be hidden. You should be an example. You should be like a lampstand on a hill, radiating miles and miles away so that the light of Christ can shine through. You should be so bright. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Your light, because you're an example, should be so bright that people are coming from the east, the, the north, the south, and the west, seeking what's inside of you, not seeking you, but seeking the light that's in you. Why? Because you are an example. Well, I hear somebody say, well, uh, Apostle Val, I, I, I am an example, but sometimes being an example is tough. Being ex- an example is costly. Being an example means I can't have my friends, and being an example means I can't go the places that I want to go. Being an example is going to cost me something. Yeah, you're right. It will. <laughs> yeah, it it. It will cost you. It will cost you. But have you considered what it cost Jesus? Have you considered what it cost him? He gave his life. His Jesus gave his life for us to be the example for us that by him shedding blood on Calvary's cross, we have an opportunity to live, to live a, a life that's abundant, so that we too can be the example. And he even goes on to say that even Jesus gave his life for us. He said that we would do great exploits. Greater work shall we do. That's being an example. Ask yourself. Ask yourself, when was the last time I did a great exploit? When was the last time I operated in godliness and love and faithfulness and gentleness? 
Am I doing that? Am I truly being an example? Is my light shining? Are people drawn to me? Or are they are they walking away from me? I, you know? Have you ever been a space and place and certain people walk in the room, everybody gravitates to them and hey, how you doing? And high five and hugs. I'm grateful to God that I can I can say that there are times more now than ever in my life that I recognize and accept wholeheartedly that I am an example. And it matters to me how I am perceived. I want to be mindful of what I say, how I say it, where I'm at, how I want to be mindful of all the things because not at any point do I want my good works to be evil spoken of. The word speaks to that, that we have to be mindful, even down to what do I wear? (laughs) Is this going to be acceptable? Not that we have Christian fashion police that are going to come after you, but we are to be an an example. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. Yes, Lord, I love this one. John thirteen fifteen says this, For I have given you an example that you also should do. I have done. You should do just as I have done because I've given you an example. I've lived a life in such a way that you should be encouraged and empowered by what you've seen, by what you've read, from what you've studied, from your own relationship with Christ. It should be enough of an example to aid you in being the example. (laughs) Philippians 3.17, I, I love this word. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk accordingly to the example you have in us. Imitate Christ. That's what it means to be Christ-like. Imitating Christ. And then it says to keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. What are you saying, Val? I'm saying to you that sometimes you're following the wrong example. We should be attracted to those who model Christ-like living, not just talking about it, but living the life. Again, I, 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 I people watch, for those who know me, I people watch. And I watched people who wanted people to give them praise for what they were doing. I did this and I did that and I did this, but nothing about them shed light. There was no light. It was just noise to me. Now, maybe other people thought it was something spectacular and no, I'm not judging. I'm just a fruit inspector. And the fruit was not Galatians 5.23 fruit. It wasn't Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It wasn't that, but it sounded to me more like envy and strife and jealousy. Those things that we don't want any part of, but those things that we see in people 
who labeled themselves as Christians, wearing a big cross around their neck, but have no fruit. They're not the true example. So we have to be mindful. What are we following? Who are we following? Are they a true example? Are they imitating Christ and what they say and what they do? Because in this hour, huh, another, another, this, <laughs> oh, God. Philippians 4, 9, what have you learned and received and heard and seen in me? In me, Christ, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. There might be someone listening today and you're going through chaos in your life. You just can't seem to find peace. Let me encourage you that you may want to fine-tune your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, and make them more Christ-like. Begin to imitate Christ. And if you've been a student of the word for any time, if you were one that was a child trained up in the word of the Lord, um, such that when you're old, you won't depart from it, then you go back and you pull on those teachings. Because even one that we learned as little children, God is love, that's powerful enough to pull you up out of the muck and miry clay for you to change and be the example that Christ would have you be. John 13, 35, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. If you are a true example of Christ, you are his disciple. And people will know who you are because of what they see, because of what they hear. Now, yes, I hear you. You say an apostle Valerie. I understand what you're saying. I understand that there is a need for us to be an example. But I have struggles. I have situations. I have circumstances. Yes, I know, and I do too. And the word of God lets us know that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But we have to remember that God delivers us out of them all. So even when we're going through trials and tribulations, even when there are circumstances that are showing up in our lives, that are causing some discomfort. God is still in the midst of it, and he will take control of the situation if you would just turn it over to him, if you would just trust him. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways and allow him to direct your path. Be an example. Somebody's been watching your life, and they've been saying, how is it that she's doing all those things? Oh, she's always smiling. I was on a call on Friday evening, and there was a lady on this Zoom call. And from the time that we got on the call until the time that we left, she had this smile pasted on her face, and it didn't change. That smile was consistent and inviting and warming. She was an example, and we were talking about being your authentic self. Without any doubt, her authenticity is fruit, fruity. She's fruity. And when I say fruity, I'm talking about Galatians 5, 22, 23, fruity, that she exhibited the, the fruit of the Spirit. 
in such a manner that everyone noticed her. Everyone made mention of how she showed up in the room, how she was an example. She didn't have to say a lot. She actually didn't say a lot, but her presence was felt. Her presence was known because she was an example. Yes, I know that hard times come. I've had some of my own. I've had some of my own. But I've trusted God in everything. And the 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 critical thing that we see now is that there are people who name the name of Christ, but they're envious. And the word tells us, be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their hearts devise violence and their lips talk of trouble. That's not the example that you want to be around, my brothers and sisters. That's not. We have to be imitators of Christ. We have to show ourselves in all respects a model of good works. We have to be integral. We have to have dignity. We have to love one another, understanding that God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. We must be an example. Philippians 4 and 8 reminds us that finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is any worthy of praise, think on these things. What are you saying, Dr. Val? I'm saying you have to operate with the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And when you're operating with the mind of Christ, you can be an example. You can be the light. You can be the salt. You can be the love that covers a multitude of sin that will cause someone who's been in the dark to be able to move closer to the light, that they may see redemption for them. They may see love that they haven't felt in a very long time. They may see themselves overcoming. They may see themselves victorious because you are an example. Hmm. And don't you give up on yourself. You said, Dr. Val, I can't be an example because... I've done too many bad things. I've felt so many wrong ways. It's just God probably doesn't even look at me anymore. But let me tell you, my brother and my sister, God loves you. He hasn't stopped. And I know that the word of God lets me know that there is nothing impossible with God. All he wants you to do is to change your mind about who you are, and accept him for who he is. He's God, and beside him, there is none other. He's saying, come on, take up your cross and follow me. Any and everything that you've done, any and every way you felt, take it up. Come on, 
follow me. Be an imitator of who I am. And let's forget to love on each other. Bear one another's burdens. Care. Have compassion. Be an example. Now, this world is so, I don't want to call call the world mean, but to a degree, we're mean. The world. That we don't have compassion for our brothers and sisters. We find it too easy to mock someone that doesn't look like us or sound like us or live in our neighborhood or doesn't dress the way we dress or drive what we drive. We we want to judge them because they don't seem to be where we are. But, you know, so often we think that because you have tangible things, you you have something going on, but the word the word reminds us, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And some of these very people that you look at, you want to judge, you want to snob your nose at because you live a certain kind of way, you have to be careful that you're not being guided by the tangible things, by the prestige and the glitter. And in the meantime, losing your soul. Well, that one that may not have much is grateful every day. I listened to a, a young woman say to me today that she never, they didn't have much as a child, but there was never a time that they didn't have something to eat. Why? Because someone was being an example. And because they were being an example, God was supplying their every need. There were times that he may have done an exceedingly abundantly above anything they could ask or think were least in their lives. Because he said, I will never see the righteous forsaken, nor my seed begging bread. Because they are his seed, were his seed. They didn't have to beg for bread. He provided every need. And he wants to do that for each and every one of us today. But some of us have been missing it. Some of us have been doing what the world does, robbing from Peter to pay Paul, taking out a loan to pay a bill, always going through cycles and never seeing the ends meet. Let me encourage you today, my brother and my sister, If you do nothing more than operate in the fruit of the Spirit, again, in Galatians 5, 22, 23, and live that way. Live a life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Live that life. Specialize in love, love that covers a multitude of sin. If we do those things and not get weary in well-doing, knowing that we will reap if we faint not, if we continue to be that example, God will. (laughs) He will bless us. He will bless us in a bountiful way. If we would just be obedient, do as he desires that we should do. Be who he desires us to be. I can recall my sister Nina 
when she was here? Uh, I don't have an answer for that. She said, I'm salty, and I'm glad about it. I can say that today as well. I'm salty, and I'm glad about it. But the salty that I'm talking about is being the salt of the earth. I am adding flavor, and I don't want it to lose its flavor. I want to continue being seasoned by the word of God, seasoned by the spirit of God, being led by his spirit to be an example, Christ-like, that as I lift Jesus, I am drawing all men unto him. That's my heart's desire today not just for myself and for my household, but for each and every one of you. Be an example. And somebody might say, Apostle Val, it's too hard. Baby, I promise you, it's not hard when you just commit your ways to Christ and be led by the Spirit of God. It gets easier. When you're not leaning to your own understanding, but acknowledging him and all your ways and allowing him to direct your path, it gets easier. When you trust him, when you obey him. Songwriter says, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. When you do those things, You'll be an example. You'll be an example that God will smile about. He'll rejoice about. You know, we think about Job when he says, have you considered my servant Job? Can God say that about you? Can God consider my servant and put your name there? Can he put you there as an example to know that you won't, you won't turn away? That no matter how hard it gets, you'll continue to be consistent, having faith in God, trusting him for everything. That's my prayer today. My brothers and sisters, let's not be clanging cymbals, tinkling brass. Let's not be those that are making a lot of noise but not having an impact. Let us be those who are a Christ-like example, one that radiates with God's power, compelling others to come unto him. That love that we share as an example is going to bless somebody, and it's going to bless you because life is going to get sweeter, sweeter as the days go by. If you listen Share this with someone and hashtag be an example. Be an example. If this has been a blessing to you as much as it has for me, share the word today. Be an example. We say love and blessings to each one of you. We ask you to join us again next week for another empowering conversation. Until then, be empowered. <laughs>